I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you so much for joining us today. It is Thursday, December 23rd, and we are so thankful to have you with us for our Winning Side broadcast. We want to welcome those listening on the radio 95.9 FM. I don't know if you've started your Christmas shopping yet. Maybe you're out and about today, Thursday. You got two days uh, till Christmas, but uh, if you're on the radio, we thank you for tuning in. We welcome you on our podcast and on a radio app, and then also those watching on Facebook. Thank you for tuning in, and those on YouTube, uh, we welcome you also. Happy birthday today to Lynn Basinger. And Lynn, I hope you have a great day. Uh, happy birthday, and I want to say we had a great service last night. Praise God for uh, the candlelight service. I love it. It's always a special time. Uh, I hope it's making some precious memories for our children uh, to remember coming to church and singing the Christmas carols and, and hearing about Jesus and, uh, and keeping our focus on the reason for Christmas. It's all about Jesus, and I thank uh, our church family for coming out last night. I know these are busy days. Uh, but as I've said before, I think with all the other events and all the other uh, schedules and, and, and parties and cantatas and programs and you name it, I think we ought to make room and I think we ought to take time for church. And so I hope it was a blessing to you. Let's pray for our church, our church members, pray for our school, pray for our missionaries, and uh, pray for those that will be traveling uh, for Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. Pray that God will give them safety. Here's a great song, 10,000 Joys. And, uh, you know, I thank the Lord for uh, the privilege to know Jesus and uh, the privilege to be saved, to be a child of God. But, you know, none of that would be possible uh, had Jesus Christ not come from heaven uh, to this earth to be born in a manger, to live a perfect, sinless life and to die on an old rugged cross and then to be buried and then to rise again the third day. And what a blessing because Jesus came. I hope you'll enjoy this song. Standing here beside the manger Looking at this little stranger Wondering if he'll be like other boys Looking down across tomorrow Knowing there will be some sorrow I still know he'll bring ten thousand joys Ten thousand joys Sweet Son of God, you came to me And my heart sings Because I know that you are mine I find ten thousand joys, enough to last through all the years, and joy to shine through all my tears. 
Bible study here leading up to Christmas, we've seen some ingredients of the Christmas story. Now, we've heard about some of your favorite traditions, and I've told you about some of mine, uh, but uh, I hope that you have had a good Christmas so far, and I hope you have a great Christmas coming up. Uh, it's Thursday. Uh, you've got tomorrow's Christmas Eve, and then Saturday is Christmas Day, and then Sunday, the day after Christmas, we'll be together for church. It'll be a great time. But we've seen, first of all, the prophecy. And uh, the prophecy was given that Jesus would come. He'd be born of a virgin. He'd be born in Bethlehem. And, and the timing was exactly at the right time. And so we saw the prophecy. We saw the place, the place of Bethlehem. Just a little place, just an obscure, out-of-the-way place. Uh, but uh, nonetheless, that was where Jesus was born. And then we saw the people, just common, ordinary uh, everyday people, Mary and Joseph, uh, the shepherds, uh, the wise men, just, just people that God uses. And I'm glad God uses people like us, people that are available, people that are willing. Today I want to talk to you about the presence. And I'm not talking about necessarily the presence, the gifts that, that we give to one another, but the presence, the gifts that were given to Jesus by the wise men. 
The Bible says in Matthew chapter 2, the Bible says that, uh, that they came, verse number 11, and that when they were coming to the house, they saw the young child with Mary his mother, and they fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures, now that's key, they didn't open their, their leftover sack. They didn't open their junk bag. Uh, they didn't say, oh, let's see, what do we have laying around the house we can give him? They opened their treasures. They brought their treasures specifically because they were coming to see a king. And the Bible says that when they had opened their treasures, they presented unto him gifts. I, I'm glad we give gifts at Christmas. And by the way, uh, it doesn't have to be the most expensive, doesn't have to be lavish, doesn't have to be extravagant. But a gift, uh, can I tell you, it ought to be something that it comes from the heart. It ought to be something that is given out of love. And uh, I, I told you about some of the Christmas gifts that I remember uh, getting when I was growing up. I'll tell you about another one here in a minute that I gave. But, you know, my parents, uh, they didn't give us expensive things, and we were not a wealthy family. But you know what? Those gifts were special because of who gave them and what they represented. And, and I thank the Lord for those gifts, but these gifts were gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. These were gifts, and by the way, I've, I've preached a whole message on this in years past. I won't re-preach it to you now, but I, I believe the gold is symbolizing the fact that they were coming to see a king, and they gave him the best. Gold is the best. It's better than silver. It's better than bronze. It's better than other precious metals. It's the best, the best. The king deserves our best. But then they gave him frankincense. Frankincense was used in the Old Testament. It was used for the, the burnt offerings. Uh, I believe this was an offering that they were bringing uh, to the king, uh, much like you, they would have brought the, the incense to the priest and brought that incense to be used as an offering, uh, uh, for, uh, an offering for the Lord. And this was the gift they brought, gold frankincense, and then myrrh. Myrrh was used in burials. In, interesting. It's very significant. Uh, there's a song in our hymn book. I believe it's by Ron Hamilton, but the name of the song is Born to Die. And Jesus Christ was born for one reason, one purpose, and He was born to die on a cross to pay the price for your sin and mine. But they brought Him gifts, gold, frankincense, and myrrh, gifts for a king. Can I tell you today that God wants our best. God deserves our best. God doesn't want your leftovers. God wants the best you have. And I'll take it a step further. God doesn't just want the best you have. God wants your all. He wants all your heart. He wants all your soul. Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy mind, with all thy strength. You say, well, why does God want all of me? Uh, because He made you. He made me. He wants our all. He wants our everything. God gave us His best. Have you ever thought about that? God owns the cattle on a thousand hills. Uh, God owns the wealth in every mine. God owns the, the sun and the moon and the stars and the planets and the mountains and the valleys and the trees and the rivers and the animals. God owns it all. But you know what God gave? He didn't give those things. God gave his best. He gave his only begotten son. I'm thankful that God gave us his best. When I was a boy, I remember there was one year for Christmas and uh, I didn't, you know, I had money, a few dollars here and there from mowing lawns or shoveling snow or whatever, but I didn't have a lot. 
And when I was a boy, my dad and I, we used to collect baseball cards. And I, I've told this story at the church. It's been a few years, I'm sure. So if you've heard the story, just bear with me. But I remember one year, I thought, I want to do something for my dad. I want to do something special. And we collected baseball cards. And, and I had a card. I believe it was 1969. I have to go back and look at the year. But it was uh, a card. And we lived in Illinois. And uh, we, we always followed the Chicago Cubs. And my dad was a Yankees fan, but we followed the Cubs. They were local. And I had a, a baseball card of a, one of the great uh, players for the Chicago Cubs. His name was Ernie Banks. If you're a, a baseball uh, uh, fan, you'll, you'll know that name. But I had an Ernie Banks rookie card. It was in mint condition. It was a very valuable card. I think at the time it was probably worth $40 or $50, which for a child, that was a lot of money. And it was a, you couldn't just go out and get it. I mean, it was, it was somewhat rare. It was an older card. It was in good condition. And... Um, one year I decided, you know, I want to give that card to my dad. It was the best card I had. I had bought it from saving up money or whatever. And, uh, and that year we had one of those old camcorders, you know, the ones you like put on your shoulder and they're as blurry as all get out. But, you know, we had a good time with it. And, and I decided I was giving that to my dad. I decided I was going to record that year. I want to see his reaction. My dad opened that box and he reached in there. It was a look of, first of all, it was shock, it was disbelief. And then my dad began to almost swell up and cry. And he looked at me and said, Jeremy, you can't give me your best card. And I said, Dad, I want, you know, and I'm crying and all that stuff. And that may sound silly to you. But, you know, that year I determined I wanted to give my dad the best I had. I'm glad God gave us his best. And it wasn't a baseball card. Uh, it wasn't a, a possession. It wasn't a check. It wasn't a house or a car or a, a savings account. But God gave us his son. And uh, as you think about Christmas this year, let's think about what we can give, but let's also think about and let's remember what has been given to us. I hope you have a great day. God bless you. We'll have one more day tomorrow, Christmas Eve, and I hope you have a Merry Christmas. God bless you. On the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a co-worker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.